The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Welcome to B-Movies and A-Books. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And today we got a great episode for you. <laughs> I mean, we haven't recorded it or anything. You're so all great. <laughs> we shit gold, people. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we are covering Happy Death Day to you. If, do I? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, it's like one of those things, you know, if someone shits gold in the woods, but no one's there to hear it. <laughs> it's still gold even though it's probably not and the person that did it probably just insane <laughs> and we will also be covering uh mr sucky by duncan bradshaw not to be confused with mr Saki by mr tim miller <laughs> <laughs> who, who would ever do that <laughs> anyway uh but before we get into any of that what's up well it's well it, i guess it's not february anymore but it was february <laughs> which means it was award season yeah and we can talk about the most important award season or awards of the season the fangoria awards yes all right <laughs> sure <laughs> exactly what i was gonna talk about um oh, really my god yeah my god hereditary won like too many awards I did it. I didn't even. I, I saw that it won like what best wide release. It won best director and screenplay <clears throat> and actress, best supporting actor, best kill, wide release. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Huh. Well, still, that's like six awards. Yeah, it was a good movie. I I don't know. I mean, my I've warmed up a little to it. Remember when we saw it? I was like, oh, that was okay. Like, yeah. That was straight up my takeaway. I felt yeah. like I was the most lukewarm. I've warmed up to it a little more since then, and it's a good movie, but it, I don't know. I It's one of those where the the people's uh, opinions of it, like the widespread, mm-hmm. oh, this is fucking awesome, it just kind of surpassed the film itself uh, to me. But you, the, it you, had a Well, gr- yeah, because... You're 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 always like that. If someone starts to like everything, <laughs> no, no, then you're like, no, I don't like it anymore. No, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to say that I haven't done that. I think everyone's done that. <laughs> and when people <laughs> haven't done that, then I will have done it. <laughs> like the exact same. <clears throat> no, I mean, I have done that, but but uh, expectations and oversaturation definitely play a apart mm-hmm. in some things that's a good album title expectations, expectations and oversaturation cool junkies album nope <laughs> nope because it's ne- they're never gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> well uh yeah but uh i don't know long, long story short yeah it's fine yeah you, you don't think whenever things are just way too overplayed it, you it affects your opinion uh, I don't know. Cheap. Do I? 
realize that I'm not a sheep. Uh, no, like, I don't know. I mean, it can because it, it's it makes things easier to get like um, burnt out on. You know, yeah. If that's all you're seeing, it's kind of like a, a song that the first time you hear it, you're like, "Oh, okay." And then the radio just plays it a million times, and you're like, "Yeah, I fucking." But hate then the that other, song. the opposite can happen too, where you're like, "Oh, this is kind of a shitty song," and then the radio plays it a lot, and you're like, "Maybe it isn't so bad." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And that's what happened with me with this film. I, I you, hit you, both of them <laughs> whenever <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> He looped back around. Well, no. I mean, I saw it and I was like, ah, that's fine. Like, it, it's good. It's not great. It was fine. And then, I, you know, I kind of was like, well, you know, it was. It was really good. I mean, the acting was amazing in it. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It was an incredibly well-crafted film. Yeah. Maybe not as good as that guy's first movie. <laughs> the strange thing about the, what was it, the Robertsons or the Johnsons or... No, have remember. you ever seen that you never seen no that? oh my uh-uh. god dude uh it's real real screwed up <laughs> you should watch it it's it's like a youtube short oh, um, really yeah and it's basically like a kid, a kid falls in love with his dad <laughs> it's uh, like i'll put it this way i only saw the trailer but it was like oh yeah because they had trailers for it because it was a it was went to festivals and stuff it's like 20 Uh minutes or something but the trailer he tucks him in and the kid's like (laughs) you remember i can't see your video oh you can't wait i thought it started working it's, it's it, it hasn't been working the whole entire time. Okay. You're, well, you're just frozen. Yeah. All right. Well, watch. So the I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and he did this. And it's yeah, like I have yeah. no idea what happened. Okay. All right. My bad. My bad. All right. Watch the trailer. Um. All right. So yeah, that one. Uh, Mandy got best limited release. Yeah, and uh, best actor mm-hmm. and um, score. Yeah. Now, supporting actress Tilda Swinton scored for Suspiria, which she deserved, even though it yeah. wasn't huge on that film. Uh, I mean, no, she deserved that. No, I said she definitely deserved it. I understand. Hey, I'm just agreeing. Hey, we don't get to agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God. And they also won Best Makeup. Dude, also Best Foreign Language Film, Terrified. I've heard nothing but amazing things about that. So I need to put that on my to-be-watched list. Same thing. And that's is, not to be confused with Terrifier, right? No, no, that's that's the clown. <laughs> the film. clown movie. I like Terrifier. I know. never saw it, uh, dude. That the only thing that I really disagree with is best first feature: Jeremy Dyson and Andy Nyman's Ghost Stories. Uh, which one was that? That was the one we watched with my dad. Remember the English ghost story film? Oh yeah, that wasn't bad though. Bad. Bingo Chainsaw Award, good? No, probably not. But especially since Hereditary should have been that guy's considered his first feature. Yeah, and that's kind of weird that if that was his first feature and he won six other awards, maybe they just didn't want to look like they were playing favorites. Uh, Okay, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, every every award goes to it. 
It's like, sorry guys, full disclosure, it's the only movie we watched this year. It's <laughs> what happened to me with my top five last year. Like there were some things that like I just didn't watch that many movies that were outside of this podcast. You know? Yeah. Like I don't know why. I just nothing struck I mean, me fancy. I do sometimes. Like I w- went and saw um How to Train Your Dragon Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, you go see a bunch of movies. <laughs> 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 I, I, yeah. I just don't. It's what kids will do to you, man. No more movies yeah. <laughs> except for kids' films. You excited about that Frozen two coming out? I never saw Frozen. It's all right. I saw Adam Green's Frozen where they were stuck on the ski lift, <laughs> 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 and there's wolves below them. <laughs> yeah, that's not the same movie. Uh, close enough. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, have you seen previews to that Critters trailer? The new Critters TV show um, for sure. I, I haven't watched the trailer, but I'm actually, I'm actually way more excited about it than I should be. Oh, me too. Me too. Or I'm, than I feel like I should be. Because I mean, like, I, I watched a bunch of the Critters whenever I was younger and stuff, but it was never like my favorite franchise. Yeah. But for yeah. some reason, I'm super pumped at, uh, about a TV show about it. The TV show? Well, uh, uh, Thomas Flowers posted, you know, something about how he wonders if this is going to be canon with what, uh, you know, where it's going to stem from. Yeah. And when Leonardo DiCaprio is going to make his cameo. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, like, I don't know if this is going to just kind of be a spiritual twin or whatever, but I haven't seen it, like three and four and so long ago. I don't even remember. I only remember one and two. So I know fours in space. But that's all I, mean, I remember about they're it. They're kind of they're kind of all sort of in space. Well, they come because from like, space and then yeah, alien. I mean they all are space adjacent. Yeah, because oh, like four is in know, space. I know <laughs> three is the one with DiCaprio, right? Or was that two? I thought it was two. I could be wrong though. But uh, I don't know. Two had the alien bounty hunter, and this okay. Then that was the one with him. Yeah, well, well, hell, maybe three I had it too. <laughs> I think they all kind of had alien bounty hunters in them. <laughs> Did part one? No. <laughs> I like that neither of us are big critter, like huge fans, and we're just given like two was the one with the bounty hunter, and one he was in not... Critters three. He ah, was okay. in Critters three. Ah, okay. <laughs> I just looked it up. Um, yeah, because it was like the shape changing alien bounty hunters, uh-huh. and they like. One of them like stole the face out of some chick in like a Playboy magazine. That was three. I thought that was part two. Shit. Maybe that was part two. I don't remember. They all kind of run together. Part two was fun. It wasn't like none of them were good, but I'm very excited about the TV show. It looks so good. Uh, it it's basically it looks like a fan film though. <laughs> it's definitely like not a big budget, but. Hey, just another reason to get Shudder. Yeah. They just keep smashing that content out. The second reason to get Shudder. What was the first? Because <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, it's a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else you got? Um. Let's, oh, I actually had something else, and then you made me forget it. Um. Oh, you watched that the, the trailer for... Um, Twilight Zone reboot? Yes. Looks fantastic. I'm, I'm so pumped for that. And it almost feels like the, 
they're hold on you're cutting out you're cutting out what it almost feels like what they're going a different route with it and what i mean by that is it almost feels like there's some sort of overarching story to it that would be cool but it it would lose its luster you think i think well because like in the voiceover, you know, they were talking about it's happening all again or whatever. And it was like talking about, um, you know, seeing the same numbers over and over again. And then uh, it would kind of make sense like that they're doing reboots a lot of, of the, a lot of the episodes. Uh-huh. Right. Because uh, what was the kid in the cornfield? Danny. Something like that. Daniel. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. There was like a, a shot where it showed like a town like celebrating a little kid's birthday and it was like happy birthday daniel and like adam scott's episodes on the um on the plane right and then there was the shot of the um fortune telling machine and there was a couple of other things that were all like old episodes and it feels like they're actually doing reboots of old episodes for a narrative reason. Yeah, maybe. That'd be cool. And that's that's weird. I like it whenever movies build in their own reboots. Yeah. Um it doesn't happen very often, but like uh one of the X-Men movies did it, Days of Future Past, and um uh Terminator Genesis did it. Where it's like they, they like narratively build in their own um reboots. Yeah, and that's strange, but yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, I'm pumped about it. I will be actually getting CBS All Access for it. Yeah, but I'm gonna wait until it's over so I can just binge watch it and be. Yeah, done. I mean, come you, on, come you on. Do that like once a month with uh, or like you know, once a season I guess with Star Trek Discovery. Oh, do you? No, I'm just saying you could. Yeah. Do you have CBS All Access? I'd not. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're still caught up on Star <laughs> Just That's, that's kind of weird how that works. <laughs> yeah. iTunes is a great thing. You can, you know, purchase single episodes. Yeah. But that's exactly right. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. Well, uh, you want to get into Happy Death Day to you? Yeah, let's do that. All right. We will be right back. All right, we are back. We're talking Happy Death Day to you. Directed by Christopher Landon. You got a summary available? Look at look at how like good I was with that. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> I had it right there. Okay. Um so sure, I'll read you the the one off of IMDb. Um Tree Gelbman discovers that dying over and over was surprisingly easier than the dangers that lie ahead. That doesn't help at all. How about this one? Collegian Tree Gelbman wakes up in <laughs> horror to learn that she's stuck in a parallel universe. Her boyfriend Carter is now now with someone else, and her friends and fellow students seem to be completely different versions of themselves. <gasps> <laughs> when Tree discovers that Carter's roommate has been altering time, she yeah. finds herself once again it's not like on purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, are you, are you altering he's time a, again? He's not a mad science. 
Yeah. He kind of is. He's just not mad. He's just a scientist. But anyway. Yeah, uh, that's just a regular scientist. When she finds her that he's been altering time, God, how long she is finds herself once again the target of a masked killer. When the psychopath starts to go after her inner circle, Tree soon discovers that she must die over and over again to save everyone. Talk about planting the right seed. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like the last <laughs> one is just me because her name's Tree. <laughs> Like, but wouldn't that be an insane ending to that long-winded summary? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a really long-winded summary. <laughs> yeah. All right. So first, if we can, let's just gloss over the fact that her name is Tree Gelbman. Okay. I don't think we can. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I've never seen the first one. You didn't uh, need to. Uh, I was, I know, but I mean, I was going to before um, this episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i was like nah i forgot <laughs> um but uh why is her name tree it doesn't say <laughs> cool her parents <laughs> like aren't really in part one i mean like with with that you feel like she'd be like the kid of some hippies or something yeah but her parents didn't seem hippie-ish well you know what happens they probably were hippies and then they grew up. Oh yeah. Became not hippies. Yeah. I forgot that that happens a lot. That darn Reagan. (laughs) (laughs) He was just so enticing to the hippies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tear down your hippiedom. No, no, didn't work. It was the jelly beans that did it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It It was what brought them all together. But yeah. So tree Gelman, um, so yeah, also, you didn't really, also like if you get to pick your, own you're like cutting out real bad. Name, like I'm just saying, if you're getting to pick your character's name, you know, like you write this. Uh huh. Why Gelbman? Why Tree? I know that's a it's a weird, hard to say name. Uh-huh. Anyway, maybe because people will talk about it. Maybe. We've dedicated three minutes so far just to Tree Gelbman. <laughs> Um, yeah okay so so the first film is much different than this and i guess it was a welcome surprise um because how long can you do just a slasher uh over and over every day because this one the slasher was totally an afterthought right Mm -hmm. oh in in this one yes yeah it was more about um like time travel in parallel universes Mm mm-hmm it, it went it went back to the future on us. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird for for the first film not having literally anything to do with that. Like well, I I mean, okay, but from from <coughs> perspective, like you know, if you make a sequel of a movie that's already repeated over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and you make that sequel the same thing again, then it's meta. Well, yeah, but <laughs> But it's also <clears throat> probably Jeez. really boring. I don't know, man. You'd have to see the first film. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, I was expecting going into this, looking at the previews, I thought it was going to be like exactly like the first one, where it's just a slasher that's happening over and over again. But her and a couple of her friends remember it. Like, yeah, I see, thought that's they what were I in thought the, was happening. Yeah, I thought they were in the time loop with her. Yeah. That is not what happened. No. And, like, every day she had to, like, re-explain everything. Yeah. yeah. And stuff. But, um, no, they went, 
the other that and went um, sci-fi. But I'll be honest, I appreciated. Yeah, I get it. I get it. We had this discussion afterward. But I, I know, think you but would now appreciate the first film too. You know, <laughs> this is this is like, why we shouldn't talk about the movies we we cover on here. It's kind of hard when we, we went and saw it together. <laughs> maybe we should just stop being friends, dude. That, that, maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's been the end goal. Yeah. It's just like the long route to ruining our friendship. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. <laughs> No, like I don't know. The, I I did enjoy it, and I I enjoyed it the same amount as part one, which was hey, that was pretty fun, you know. Uh-huh. Like neither film is going to be a top five of the year, but I it, mean it, it it didn't win a chainsaw award. <laughs> yeah, but both of them are fun, you know. I think it, I think Happy Death Day was possibly in my twenty seventeen runner ups. I think it was too, but yeah. So whatever. But yeah, one thing I really did enjoy about this film um, was a had the best montage of all time when it was just like her like learning over and over, and oh, then, yeah. then she just kill herself <laughs> over and over. <laughs> so so should we like? Because okay, a movie like this spoiling the plot. Isn't necessarily spoiling the movie. Yeah, no, no. Plot spoiled by the trailer. Okay, so... Spoilers if you really care, I guess. Yeah, her boyfriend's roommate um, is uh, a a scientist, right? Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, he's a a PhD student. And he and his uh, nerd buddies, because they go pretty far out of their way to show you how nerdy they are yeah which is um, weird because like, in the first one you just assume that guy's a stoner really yeah maybe it was just like they didn't want to add another character i guess but but it, anyway um so he and his nerd buddies uh are trying to do like i don't remember what the machine is supposed to do mm-hmm. um it was supposed to like cool stuff to absolute zero using lasers which i'm not sure how that works Mm-hmm. But whatever. Um, but anyway, that's what opened like a a loop in time, right? Yeah. And so she's the only one that remembers it. Okay. Um, and so there's this montage where she's like learning math and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's so good because like I don't know, it's it's very it's it's very sci-fi light. Oh, yeah, it definitely you never go like, into any hard sci-fi or anything. Yeah, I mean, it's like buzzwords, basically, about time travel, and then an algorithm that they have to check. Yeah, it was as <laughs> much like a, like a hard sci-fi film as like Goodwill Hunting was a hard you know, math film. <laughs> like, like, shit's on a board, and you're just supposed to understand that it, you're not smart enough to understand it. Yeah. But really, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but that that was a great montage, though. Yeah, yeah, because she just learn as much as she can and then just kill herself at night. I yeah. think honestly, the biggest, and this is going to be a spoiler too. But my biggest problem with this was that the stalker killer wasn't after her when she didn't go to the hospital. Okay, because no matter where she went in the first one, there was going to be a killer after her. It was just like 
do I? Yeah, ominous force, basically. It was yeah, it just yeah, like a I mean, like an ominous force, basically. Yeah, if it was like ten o'clock at night and she hadn't gotten murdered, it would pop out of her closet and kill her. Like it, <laughs> you know, like it just always was after her. Yeah, um, and so this one didn't have that, and which begged the question: like, if she wasn't going to get killed outside the hospital, why was she even killing herself? <laughs> like, why wouldn't she just let? the day happen and wake up the same day. Well, are we sure that would have, that's what have happened? She never once got chased outside of there. No. I mean, are we sure that she would have went to sleep and woken up like at the beginning of the loop again? What what would have happened? She would have gone the next day and, and it would have well, been great. Well, <laughs> we don't know. And they weren't willing to risk it. Yeah. Because they were stuck in it. Well, she was stuck in an alternate dimension, Craig. Okay. I'm just saying, like... So they could have let the next day happen and then solve their dimensional bullshit. Then she'd have been like... How do you know the next day would have happened? How do you know it wouldn't have? It seemed more likely that it would have. No, no, no. Because they just kept doing what worked. Eh, I don't know, man. It seems like just such a cop-out. Yeah. The movie is about time loops where she <laughs> dies at the end of them. To to like go and live the next day kind of seems to defeat the whole I, I got purpose you, of the but movie. They, they should have just gotten rid of the the stalker com- or the killer completely. <clears throat> because it it like killed her like twice. Yeah. And then the rest of the time she killed herself way more than this thing killed her. Okay, so let me ask you a question and this is also going to be kind of spoilery too. Okay. okay. Um so in this one, it seemed as though the the more loops she did, mm-hmm. like she started kind of like getting hurt. Yes, that's okay, exactly did that happen what in, the first, in the first one? one? Yeah, that's also why she cuts off the doctor when he's explaining it to her, and he's yeah. like, "That's right," because that happened in the first one. Okay, they kind of forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was I was actually you know kind of interested in that right i wanted to see where that plot point would go and like they mentioned it and then it just kind of stopped yeah and I never and, mentioned it again and both of them they were basically just used as a framing construct to be like okay, we have to, to hurry up yeah and just to move the narrative <clears throat> along yep well that's bad like i wanted her to like no that's what i'm saying there's there's a few real lazy writing scenes of this and the <laughs> ending i just was like really like it's gonna get real dumb if they keep pushing it i uh, do i kind of hope you does like keep pushing it and get real stupid <laughs> i'm sure they will as long as it keeps making money i think the film cost what like 20 grand and it made like 44 <laughs> Or twenty uh, million. The budget. The budget was an estimated nine million dollars, and it made forty four so far. Yeah, it made like, uh, it's, it says twenty two as of February twenty eighth. Really, but I mean, still, that's twice budget. Yeah, yeah. Like if if you, I'm like, hey, give me ten bucks, I'll give you twenty in a week. You'd do it. Mm, what if I really need that ten bucks? I don't know. What are you, what are you willing to do to get it back? 
What? <laughs> That's not the original agreed upon. <laughs> so now you're just holding my money for ransom. Yeah. Yeah. You good at mowing lawns? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So I will say that the acting in this one, I really enjoyed both times. I've really, uh, that actress very much carries the film. Like Jessica Roth. I guess so. Is that her name? Yeah, I've still got IMDb up. I don't know. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. Okay. The main character tree. Yeah. Dude, it's at fifty four million because it, it pulled I'm in just looking at IMDb, foreign. man. No, I know, I know. Uh but yeah, so uh she's very, very good. Like it a uh, very expressive actress. Along the lines honestly kind of reminds me of uh Anna Faris and like the Scream franchise or the uh, scary movie yeah, franchises because because there were there were parts where it was like, um, you know, over the top and a little cartoony. Uh-huh. You know, in her reaction, it was very very much played like a comedic role because um, it was obviously, but like it never went um, too over the top obnoxious. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like it was still restrained and it was still like you know realistic mm-hmm. in a way um but yeah you're you're right she's she was very um she's she's good with her with her expressions or like comedic timing and things yeah 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 i really like that um as far as like direction and stuff it seemed to be fine <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like there was nothing there's not many like super stylistic choices or anything made but it was no i mean fine. a couple of the scenes um <laughs> with the with the oh the mom <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah yeah i guess they could have tightened it up i, I was going to say there was a couple of like you know neat stylistic scenes with like the slasher in the hospital and stuff but i mean I mean, to be honest, it was kind of just like generic. You know what I mean? Like they were in the abandoned part of a hospital somehow. And yeah. it's like, you know, that's kind of par for the course. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it was it was fine. It, it was a good film. Uh, if you like the first one, I think you'd like this one. But it's also not breaking really any new ground. And and, and the, if you've never seen the first one, <laughs> it was amazing. It broke a lot of new ground. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, we went with what five guys and only two of us had seen the first one and yeah. everyone liked it. So yeah. that kind of tells you something like even like Bob, who was like, man, I thought this movie was going to suck, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I think he was he was more into it once it went like the weird sci fi route. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, yeah, what would you give it? Unless you have other uh, things to say about it, because I don't. I mean, I don't know if I really do. Because, um, I mean, I think we've just about covered, like, everything, I think. I mean, there were some there were some weird dangling plot threads that weren't really addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, after a while, like one of them, I don't want to say because it, it is kind of spoilery and you don't really see it coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, but it happens in like the first ten minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, but but overall, I don't think in a movie like this, we're looking for scientific accuracy <laughs> and, and things. It's it's more about, um, in this case, funny death scenes. 
Yeah, it was in the first one too. I mean, yeah. for the most part. It, and um, I mean, because let's be honest, with a movie like like this, and I'm assuming the first one, it's about getting like, you know, the the quote unquote cool horror movie kill. Yeah, but without having to have like you know thirty people in your cast. <laughs> yeah. Basically, and without having to spend the money on the gore, because as soon as it happens, you yeah. cut back to the bed. Which which we talked about is actually genius. Yeah. You know? Especially if you're wanting to craft a PG-13 film. You exactly. Um, I don't know. Like, I think I'd give it like a solid three and a half. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at. And that's where I would have gotten with the first one. I mean, they were just fun. Every yeah, I mean, it, it was it was fun. It was funny. It was fun. There was some, you know, some fun. Hat. Intri- <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was also fun. Yeah, but yeah, three and a half solid three and a half. Well, cool. All right. Well, we will be back with our review of Mr. Sucky by Duncan Bradshaw. All right, we are back. We're talking Mr. Sucky by Duncan Bradshaw. And, you know, with the power of editing, it seems like we came back the same day. But no, here we are, four <laughs> days later. <laughs> you're, you're giving away our secrets. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little inside baseball for you people. <laughs> a, little, a little peek in behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's riveting and totally not just time filler. But, uh, so yeah, uh, I, I was trying to kill the time before I, you know, brought the, uh, summary up. Synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. You're really good at that. Yeah. 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 I can. It's, it's really transparent. (laughs) Well, you know, we, we aim to be completely transparent on this podcast, right? Yeah. Which I guess, uh, we should say we were given this book. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. We actually, poor Duncan, um, we kept, uh, we were given it like in, right before Christmas. December, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, uh, we had things booked out and, you know, we haven't been really consistently every single two weeks, what with Christmas (laughs) and all. (laughs) It's March and I'm blaming Christmas. (laughs) This is how early we do our shows in advance, right? Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so we fi- we finally were able to get to it. Um, so here we are, uh, Mr. Sucky by Duncan Bradshaw. D- do you happen to have the synopsis? Um, no, because it's not like in the book that we have. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. So, so why don't should well, we just say no, it? I, I got it. I got it. I'm sure. Oh, you got it? Well, I don't have it yet, unfortunately, <laughs> but I'm sure that I can get it. Uh, serial killer Clive Beauchamp has checked into his hotel room and, and is all set to increase his death toll by one. By one? Okay. Yeah, he was going oh, on yeah, a date yeah. to kill yeah. However, intended target Angela Fox has other ideas, and murderer becomes murder E. Determined to save Clive's <laughs> soul from eternal damnation, an ancient evil instructs one of his acolytes to intervene. Unfortunately for Clive, the hired help is not the brightest bulb in the box, and instead of Clive being re- er, being born anew within an avatar of unparalleled strength and brutality. His spirit is interred inside a vacuum cleaner. Irk but deterred, 
And Clive decides that the only course of action is to finish what he started, taking care of not just Angela, but everyone else involved in the plot to kill him and stuff his corpse in a dingy cleaning cupboard. The only thing that can stop him comes from... It comes not from the other hotel guests or staff, but from within, as a growing, nagging voice threatens to escalate a simple case of revenge into something far, far worse. Will Clive get payback for being (laughs) killed? Is a vacuum cleaner capable of murder and mayhem? Does this book suck? Does this synopsis blow? Can you come up with a better vacuum cleaner-related joke? Find out in Mr. Sucky. And then it kind of just goes on saying that uh, this it, is a, it goes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does say that uh, this is like his first in a new genre of uh, gore com, which is uh, which is as pretentious as it sounds. Uh, these books have been written to test gag reflex, force a smile, make your eyes roll, and work after those facial muscles that rarely break a sweat. <laughs> All right. So that synopsis gave away more than I was planning to. Yeah. Because, again, much like most of the books we read on the show, or movies in that matter, uh, I had no idea what this was about going into it. Oh, really? I knew that it was a serial killer stuck in the body of a vacuum cleaner. I did not. Yeah. So, let's just say that was a plot twist I did not see coming. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, but it was one that I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, let's get into it. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Plot-wise, I mean, we're not going to spoil this book. It's not that old. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you say keep you... Like, you, you keep really, like, time-stretching. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe this will be better. Is it? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> I was messing... I was toggling back and forth and messing around because otherwise I had it queued up where an audio bed was about to drop nobody cares i know i know but that's what was happening and it probably made me lag but it's probably fine now but you said that it's uh something that you so it totally took you off guard why do you think it was named mr sucky i don't know what (laughs) (laughs) i also didn't look at the cover you know because like kindle whenever you whenever you open the book Mm -hmm. like uh especially if you like you know, get it delivered to your Kindle or whatever. It, it like comes up open, mm-hmm. right? And so you don't see the cover most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it takes like a few days for some reason My, to get the cover on mine. Say again. I said it takes like a few days to get the cover on mine. Really? Yeah. Like I, it's never immediate. But anyway, hmm. that sounds like a problem. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 okay, so uh, to start the book off, I did laugh uh, just at the events in this book are based on true events. Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> at the request of family and those effective no names or places have been changed. Anyway, that made me laugh. Um, yeah, this is much more of a comedy book than horror. Yeah. Um, and to me, unfortunately... I was expecting more of a horror, not to say that I don't know that I was the target of like the ideal audience, but I definitely enjoyed it. Um, it just, what is the ideal audience? for well, this? Well, I think that this was, I was expecting more of a horror book and this turned uh-huh. out to be more of like a bizarro horror crossover type thing. You know, there was never a point when the horror seemed like real or pressing. 
you you like i completely missed it, everything you just oh, said okay no i was just saying that like this turned out to be more of a bizarro horror there it didn't really seem as if the danger element the horror of it was actually pressing it was yeah. just a bizarre story <laughs> um yeah what what are your thoughts overall um i can't see okay, what so- you're holding up to Oh, nothing. I was just holding my phone. <laughs> okay. It was like just, right in front of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Like, okay. I had no clue what this was about going into it. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like, right from the beginning, even, it kind of it caught my attention. Right? So, the beginning is kind of him recounting, like, old days, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. And we're having technical problems. What? <laughs> I said, and we're having technical problems. But you said it was him recounting old days, like growing up, and, and yeah. then it cut out. Yeah, that's all I said. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, and yeah, but but it's like it's like him and like I guess his sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, growing up with like a serial killer as a father. Yeah, right. And it's just kind of like stupid things like even the the first beginning chapter you know where he's describing like the the english countryside right Mm -hmm. and he's like you know luscious green grass and treetops like purest jade yellowy orangey weedy sticks like uh rods of pure gold Mm -hmm. like you know it's, it's like the third sentence and it already kind of sets the tone for the entire rest of the book uh huh yeah, I mean, the the whole rest of the book is, you know, from mostly first person, uh-huh. right? I mean, granted, there's two voices in his head, mm-hmm. like, bickering most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, but most of it's kind of first person, but it's got this sort of... ...consciousness, but very, like... It's got sort of what? Not so much a stream of consciousness, uh-huh. but just like a conversational feel to it Mm -hmm. you know because he and the voice like will have squabbles about how thing like what the word for certain things are or like um you know they'll call each other out yeah on on certain things yeah they like hate each other (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so it's very much like um you know not two friends it's like just like two characters talking almost the whole entire time instead of like an internal narrative. Yeah. Um, which I think was kind of interesting. Yeah. It honestly but, was a little jarring to me. The whenever like because the whole book wasn't like that when it would mm-hmm. shift because it, they were the only person whose head it really got in, in, you know, but then it would shift to a third person narrative as well. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed a little jarring because there were. Even though it was still silly, there were tonal shifts between the two, and they were intentional. It's not like, it, you yeah. know, but but to me, it was jarring a little bit. It's not like I was like, what the fuck am I reading all of a sudden or anything like that? <laughs> is, this a, is this a different book? <laughs> is this all Mad Lib? But, <laughs> <laughs> but no. I, I, Do I, I was just going to say, there was certainly parts of this book that could have been a Mad Lib. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. and I mean that with the, with the utmost respect. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it just seemed a little jarring to me. But no, I, I do agree that inside there, inside the, uh, I guess he's the protagonist. <laughs> is, is he? He has to be, right? He's, uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, inside his head was, was funny, uh, I thought. So, um... Yeah. Okay. So I didn't mean to cut you off and just go on a tangent, but no, that's what this show is all about. <laughs> okay. Oh, did, was I supposed to keep going? <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So this book, uh, it's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you, you already said it. It borders on Bizarro. It's not quite Bizarro to me. Because, like, although it's an odd situation, it's played, like, almost entirely straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, there's there's a, a few parts that are, like, you know, funny, or there's lots of it that's funny, mm-hmm. but it's never, like, um, I, don't, I don't know, it's not really ever... Play fact, you know what I mean? I, I, it, it it's not really ever what. Nobody ever really laughs at the killer vacuum cleaner in it. No, you, no. you know it's played very much like Maximum Overdrive is. Yeah, you know where it's it's like the threat is real, even though it's the r- most ridiculous situation. Yeah, it, and you have little league baseball coaches getting killed by grape soda cans. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it also kind of reminded me. Um, and this one's a deep cut no one other than probably me will recognize <laughs> but it reminds me razor <laughs> no of pillow fright the oh, script that i wrote because there's even though they're killer pillows no one uh it's never like the threat's real and it's yeah, never it's really acknowledged joke. that it was that it's so stupid you know yeah but exactly yeah. Yeah, that is a deep cut. <laughs> the deepest of cuts. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed. Um, I, I, it was so much different than what I was expecting. And what were you expecting? I I don't know why, but I was expecting more of almost like a splatterpunk book with uh, with a killer vacuum. <laughs> you know, I wasn't I mean, expecting it to be silly. I was okay, a- I would say that it kind of is that though. Yeah, I mean, it, some of the some of the deaths are like pretty brutal. Yeah, but it never like goes into crazy amount of gore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's gory, but it's not like Edward. That's Lee not gory the focus of it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not like spins pages describing the sheen of viscera. Yeah, and, and I guess like it never really it gets close to like the gore level where you're almost like cringing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like the. Mm. You know, but yeah. <laughs> that, that's more sounds of what it sounds like when I'm reading a book. <laughs> just, I didn't, I didn't I, catch any of that. I said <laughs> the, the, that's just more sounds of what it sounds like when I'm reading a book. Just total silence. And, mm. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I guess that's just kind of what m- more of what I was expecting. However, I don't think this will be the last Duncan Bradshaw thing I read. Especially if he's willing to give us <laughs> art. <laughs> That's, um, that goes for anyone. Yeah, we'll yeah. read anybody's books that are free. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
but I mean, it was it was very it was interesting. I I am really uh, pumped about his next release, which is Cannibal Nuns from Outer Space. That I'm seems about that. totally like it would it would kind of blow my mind if that one was just super serious. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, uh, okay. So uh, the oh, go ahead. Go. No, I was just gonna say there is a part like I'd say it's the beginning of the second act ish mm-hmm. area, you know, like a, a third of the way through after he's become a vacuum cleaner and he takes like his first victim, right? There's like I'll just go ahead and say it's something in the back of a truck, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That w- when that happened, <laughs> um, like like I I kind of lost it. I was like this is the best thing I've ever read <laughs> yeah. because it just got like as absurd as the premise of a killer vacuum cleaner is like it ramps it up, you know, like 10 times that, but then like, then that subplot kind of goes away, yeah, <laughs> like, which is even cool. better. <laughs> like they're, they're like, <laughs> And then they were, and it was done. Weird. (laughs) It just got weird uh, feedback. But what'd you say? Oh, I said, yeah, like the next chapter is basically, you know, okay, that plot points over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and and it was great. Um, I don't know this this movie or this this book is insane, and I loved it. Like honestly, yeah, I I thought it was very. It was much different and, and in a good way, much different mm-hmm. than what I was expecting. I do kind of, I think that it would work a little better in more of a visual medium, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know, a, a movie, <laughs> but you know, you know what I was thinking? Cause it's, it's crazy, mm-hmm. right? I was thinking comic book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be awesome. Yeah. Why don't you get on that? <laughs> See if you can get the rights to do the comic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me draw it with stick figures and stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, because like you could get away with some of the insane things that would be like hard to film. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you draw whatever you want. Yeah. 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 I, I just uh, I think much like Jack Frost or something, you know, how uh, <laughs> you know how Jack Frost was just crazy, stupid, but fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this would be kind of like that. Um, but no, I really, I really enjoyed it. It, it was silly. Um, especially like uh, even you mentioned the beginning kind of set the tone for you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh damn. I was just outbid on my VHS on eBay, <laughs> but I also put what in, a, what are you getting? Well, I wanted to get the midnight hour, but I put in a bid that I also was like, Oh, I'm way too cheap for that. Uh, especially on a VHS. It was 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, come on. Um, but so you were like actually kind of hoping you'd be up in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I know your eBay strategies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just make people pay more. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, what I was saying is the beginning of the book, even that kind of made me feel like it was almost going to be irreverent, but still real dark and it's mm-hmm. dark, but it's so silly that you forget that it's dark. Yeah. Because the first part, the first chapter is probably like the darkest part of the whole entire book. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. And then, and then it just veers off into 
weird territory. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we both, it sounds like we both enjoyed it. Um, do you have any critic, like any, I mean, obviously all this is criticism, but do you have anything negative uh, to say about it? You know, not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> the, it, all, with it all cut out. But what? Well, uh, yeah, I know. Sorry, listeners. I don't plan on <laughs> editing this much. <laughs> um, no, like as I was reading it, you know, it just get it was crazy, but it was like it was a page turner. It never really got like boring to me, you know, like everything was still kind of exciting because like as soon as you're used to him being, you know, a vacuum cleaner, right? Then it's like the other voice takes over and things kind of ramp up or it'll go on this sort of little like tangent about, you know, his next victim or something like that, which was kind of interesting because like, let's be honest, there's not a lot of plot in this. No, no. In fact, I I would even go as far to say that there's not really any well-rounded out characters except for the protagonist. I didn't hear that any of that. I said I would even go as far to say that there's not really that many well-rounded characters except for the protagonist. Yeah. But what it what it did sort of try to do was like every victim or not every victim, but a, a couple of victims got like a chapter that <laughs> introduced them and like basically here's this person and then the next chapter they'd be brutally murdered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so some of some of those were a little weird because you're like, wait, who is this, and why do they even like? How do they even af- affect the narrative? Yeah, you know. Um, but I mean, it wasn't enough to take you out of it. No, I no. Think. I, you know, I I really really enjoyed it. I thought the ending, the ending made me laugh, like specifically the very last <laughs> bit. Um, but. Yeah, it made me laugh. It was very well written. It was a great intro to Duncan Bradshaw for me. Um, but yeah, I I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I would say buy it. I don't know if it's on Kindle Unlimited, but it, if it is, definitely. You know, you have zero yeah. excuses not to check it out. But if it's not, it's still worth three bucks or whatever. It, it, it's pretty, pretty damn funny, it, especially if you're into like silly, silly horror, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was... In a way, um, it was almost like Monty Python wrote a horror book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was like, what's the least imposing thing we could make? A killer vacuum cleaner. Yeah. You know, very similar to the the rabbit. Yeah. The beast of Kennebar Org or whatever his name is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, okay, so what would you give it? Honestly... Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, four and a half. Four and a half? Wow. Yeah. Those are high marks. Yeah. Very high marks. I'm going to go a little... I'm going to go three and a half. I really enjoyed it. I thought it mm-hmm. was better better than average. As you know, we're <laughs> if you've never listened to our podcast before, our fives are damn near unattainable. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, but no, this was better than average. A, a really fun, uh, a fun tale. Uh, I just uh, for me, it was a three and a half. But yeah, really, no, no big deal. 
<laughs> I'm not I'm not personally attacked or anything. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Um, I guess we will return in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> or three weeks. I guess. Sometime. We'll see what, ha- we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll be pl- back eventually. Yeah, we'll play this one by ear. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll see you later. Bye. The podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network. Brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com. Yeah.